Welcome to Equip, tools for navigating real life. Hi, this is Keith Carter, and I'm Minister of Stewardship at St. John Church in Oklahoma City. The ministry that God has blessed me with is the order to teach people how to fully utilize the things that God has given us. God has given us three things. Remember, time, talents, both natural and spiritual, and treasure. And God wants us to use everything that he's given us to glorify him. And in glorifying him, he brings peace to our lives. Remember, three things that are most important in stewardship, being a good caretaker of what God has given you, is first, you must live according to God's vision for your life. Second, you must set goals to allow you to accomplish God's vision for your life. Third, you must have a budget that you incorporate goals and then live by God's vision. So vision, goal setting, budget. That is the most important parts to being a good steward. Let's talk about treasure or the budgeting part of your life. Incorporating God's vision into your daily life is the key to happiness. Making God's vision in your life as one and you will find joy. Yes, I know that's a bold statement, but I believe it to be absolutely true. Making God's vision in your life as one and you will find joy. Making God's vision your vision is not easy, but neither is it complex. Remember what Solomon said in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge God and he will make your path straight. One part of trusting God is to incorporate his vision into our lives and our use of our finances. We're talking about budgeting today. I believe that financial integration can be achieved through three processes. Hopefully you have a pen and you'll write this down. Uh, first process is what I call 10, 70, 10, 10. Okay. 10, the number 10 with a dash, the number 70, 70 with a dash, 10, and then dash, and then 10. So 10, 70, 10, 10. Next process is what I call following the steps to success. Following the steps to success. Third process is what I call filling the buckets of life. Filling the buckets of life. So let's talk about the first one. 10, 70, 10, 10. Big picture. If a person earns $20,000 or makes $10,000 per hour, they earn $20,000 in a year, and they work for 50 years from age 18 to age 68, they will have earned over their life about a million dollars. If a family earns $60,000 or about $30 per hour and works for about 46 years of their life from age uh, 22 after college to age 68, they will have earned about $2,760,000 over their lifetime. And unfortunately, when a lot of people reach the age of 68, according to statistics, they, they feel like they haven't saved a dime. And if it wasn't for the monthly check from Social Security, then over 50% of retirees wouldn't have any funds to live on during their retirement years. In 2010, according to a report from AARP, 23% of people 65 and older live in households that depend on Social Security for 90% or more of their income. Wow. Um, 
and about 26 more receive at least half their family income from Social Security. That is where seeing the big picture is a necessity as we progress during life. I believe, believe the big picture is reflected in the formula 10-70-10-10. This is a formula which applies to the percentage of your income that we receive and how we handle it. Now we're talking about treasure. How do I handle my treasure? Let me tell you how to break down those numbers. The first 10 in the formula represents the percentage of your income to give back to God. So give back 10%. The next number, 70 represent the percentage of your income to live on. So I want to live on 70% of my income. The next number 10 represents the percentage of your income to put into your save and buy program, which includes funding your vision items. So 10% is going to be put back as a save and buy program. And then the last number 10 represents the percentage of your income to save for retirement. So I want to save 10% of my income for retirement. All right, let's talk about the first 10. The first 10 is what I call the first fruits. The first 10% of the formula represent what is called in scripture as first fruits. Since the Bible was written during a farming age, income was represented as harvest. And the first fruits were the first of the harvest that was collected. Today, first fruits would be the first 10% of the hours that you work each pay period are the first tips that you receive or the first commission that you receive from a sale. In order to calculate your first fruits, when you start into a new work week, count the first 10% of the work that you do as income to be given to God. For instance, if you work 40 hours per week, count the first four weeks first four hours of your work week as a gift to God. If you're on commission, count the first 10% of what you earn from a sale as a gift to God. If you average $1,000 a pay period, count the first $100 as you earn as a gift to God. And when you receive your pay, give those first fruits to God. I can see you thinking right now, why do I give God my first fruits? Why should I give God the first of what I've earned? It's bad enough that the government takes my check for taxes and my employer takes my check for Social Security and state and federal taxes. And now I need to give to God. That's a question I always ask. Why, why do I give to God? Why, why do I need to give God? The, the reason is quite simple. The reason we give to God is because God deserves everything that we earn, because without him, nothing would be possible. We don't have the strength or the wisdom to do anything for ourselves. It's a very silly person that believes that they did it all by themselves and that they deserve all the fruits of their labor. Remember Proverbs, the third chapter, you can look this one up, um, Proverbs 3, 9 through 10. It says, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with the first fruits. And it's amazing how God will give you even more. The term first fruits is an important concept in biblical terms and in the life of a Christian. The term first fruits refers to the best belonging to God. God, by his very nature, deserves the best that we have. He gives us the best that he has, and he deserves the same in return. You, you find the first comparison of either giving the best to God or just doing as we will what God gives us as presented in the story of Cain and Abel. 
the first sons of Adam and Eve in Genesis, the fourth chapter, the third and fourth verses. The scripture says, in the course of time, Cain brought forth some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. But Abel brought fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, God did not look with favor. The scriptures teach us, say to us, that Cain brought forth some of the fruits, whereas the scripture also says that Abel brought fat portions from some of the firstborn. Notice, notice the difference in the offerings. Abel's offering was accepted by God, was of his firstborn, i.e. first fruits. However, Cain's offering, which was rejected, was just some. Some people are just, many people are just giving God some as opposed to the best. Some we think, uh, sure, we think we can justify what we give to God by saying that we have bills to pay. And if we don't pay our bills, then our lights and water will be cut off. Or we can justify our actions by saying that God understands that we need a trip to relax. Or we might say the church doesn't use our money right that we currently that they currently receive. So why should we give them more? There are many excuses that we can give for not giving to God the first fruits of our life. But that does not change the fact that God wants the first fruits of our life. Scripture is very clear that God desires and deserves our best. And our best is our first fruits. Take, for instance, John 3.16. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only his one and only son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. God gave us his first fruits, whether it be the first Adam of the garden or the second Adam named Jesus to save us from our sins. God has always given us the best that he has to offer. He gave us his only begotten son. There is none better. Look at what God gave us in nature, for instance. Every morning, the sun rises for us to enjoy. And every night, the moon rises for us to stare at in amazement. Remember what Jeremiah said in Jeremiah in Lamentations 3, 22 to 24th verses. He said, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. He said, they are new every morning and great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, will I wait for him for a biblical, from a biblical perspective, the term fest first fruits also relates to a feast that occurs on the third day after Passover. The first fruits celebration is a time of thanksgiving for what God has provided. God taught the Corinthians believers to set aside a collection on the first day of the week. And just as the offering of first fruits was occasion of thanksgiving, and so the Christian is to give with gladness. So we must give 10, 70, 10, 10 uh, until we talk again about this. And I'll describe the 70 and the 10, 10 at that time. God bless you. Take care. Let's end in prayer. Dear Father, God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love and your kindness and your gentleness that you show toward us. Holy Father, God, we pray to God that we can use the finances that you have given us. Holy Father, God, well. We understand if we give the first to you, oh God, you multiply the 90 that is behind. Oh God, and make a penny into a dollar, a dollar into $10 if we just follow, oh God, according to your will. Oh God, increase our faith that we might do your will. 
In the mighty name of Jesus, I say this prayer. Amen. Thank you for listening to an Equip podcast. To find out more about Arise Ministries or resources offered for single moms, visit www.ariseministries.net.